Welcome to Talking NASCAR with Burning Big Tape, America's favorite NASCAR podcast by NASCAR fans for NASCAR fans. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Talking NASCAR with Burning Big Tay. I'm Burn. And I'm Big Tay. And this is America's favorite NASCAR podcast recorded after 8 p.m. in the Central Time Zone. How do you feel about that, Big Tay? Heck yeah. Let's get it going. All right. Well, Big Tay and myself, we've been NASCAR fans for a long time. I've been a NASCAR fan for 19 years. My fandom started when some guy named Big Tay invited me to a race. I am also a three-time Fantasy NASCAR champion, RIP Yahoo Fantasy NASCAR. My favorite driver is Jimmy Johnson. When at my first NASCAR race, I just remember Jimmy sitting there talking and taking the time to thank everybody for being fans of his. And I'll tell you what, he wasn't a robot like most of my other uh, professional athlete encounters. And it just stood out to me. And it just so happens it was his rookie season. And his uh, career skyrocketed right after that. And I'll tell you what, I don't know if it was him meeting me, if that's the reason why his career took off. And I think that's exactly why his career took took off. So you, I don't you, really you didn't, have you didn't jump any... on the bandwagon? It was, uh, it was all you, huh? Nope, nope. It was all you. Uh, yep, I think, uh, I think his fans are actually fans of me, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have a favorite racetrack per se, I but I just I love the current format with the playoffs and I love those end of the season races with everything on the line. It just makes for some great racing, some exciting moments, just as you saw last year. So uh Big Tay, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about your favorite driver races? Yeah, sure. Or just uh just some NASCAR memories of yourself. Yeah, well hey, more about uh me, this guy you're hearing on the podcast. The one they call Big Tay. <laughs> uh, well, I've I've been uh, a NASCAR fan for uh, quite a little bit longer than Burn has, and uh, uh, really for me it started with uh, well, much like any any I guess other newer fans of the sport, uh, started with uh, seeing a crash on TV. Uh, I I vividly remember a, a race at Talladega and seeing uh, seeing a car. You know, a car, a crash, and, and a car ended up going over the fence, and uh, that that really was it for me. You know, this, you know, not it was not like anything, uh, any of the other sports you see. You know, football, but you know, your, your typical stick and ball sports. So, you know, that uh, that's kind of what really drew me in, and uh, yeah, and I've been a fan ever since, ever since the the uh, mid '90s. So, I've uh, been a fan of. Uh, great Dale Earnhardt ever since then too so you know there was just some always uh mystical about that black number three on the track so that was uh definitely a favorite all-time driver a different era from uh from uh Burns JJ uh encounters but uh oh for sure (laughs) but uh just a little bit just a little bit but you know it's 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 nice that uh, I was able to help bring uh another another fan into the sport like that so um a little bit more about me i've so i've been to a couple tracks uh mainly chicagoland uh been to uh milwaukee sent uh with the when the uh what was the xfinity went up there a couple times uh i've also been to uh daytona in michigan so um 
gotta say, uh, you know, I had some fun times with Michigan, bringing bringing my buddy Burn up there and with the family, but uh, nothing, nothing to me beats the allure of of Daytona and, and, and plate race there. So that was uh, definitely uh, you know top of my uh, list there of, of favorite places to see a race. No, no doubt, and those are great racetracks too. I mean, those plate races are pretty much as exciting as it gets. Heck yeah. I mean, you know, it's 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 February now and uh can't help but getting all hyped up for the Daytona five hundred coming up. That's right. That's right. Well, uh Big Tay, why don't you uh give our listeners a little bit uh about what to expect from our podcast going forward. Sure, yeah. So well, uh hey you you uh, listen out there might be thinking, what are these two guys? Who are these two bozos? Well, you know, hey, we're just a bunch clowns. of clowns. Yeah, clowns is acceptable too. Uh, but we're, uh, you know, we're just a bunch of NASCAR fans, and uh, you know, we want to kind of, you know, talk about uh, the excitement, especially after uh, the the exciting season last year. You know, we're so we're delving into the uh, this world of of podcasting and. Just a bunch of fans talking NASCAR, talking about uh, what what's happening in the world of NASCAR each uh, and every week. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, with with us having as busy lives as we are right now, you know, we're gonna try to uh, meet, uh, you know, and put a podcast out here every couple weeks. Maybe talk about the uh, two races, uh, give give uh, our thoughts, and uh, talk about the big news uh, from two races, and kind of go in, in depth of some of those news and also talk about the uh, races coming up. So, um, you know, Hey, glad to have you along for the ride. And, uh, you know, hopefully we hope to have uh, more engagement with y'all. Uh, we, I know we've got some, uh, contests and things coming up, uh, that uh, me and burn have, uh, are trying to plan out and we'll be working out. Uh, Oh, for sure. And the best way for everyone to get a hold of us is going to be on our social media pages and, you can look us up on Facebook, Talking NASCAR with Burn and Big Tay. Uh, the at for Facebook is at NASCAR Talking. Our Twitter handle is also at NASCAR Talking. We're on there. And uh, our Instagram is uh, Talking NASCAR. And uh, that's right. Basically, reach, reach out to us on any of those socials because, uh, you know, hey, like I said, we're just a bunch of NASCAR fans and we want to talk uh, more about NASCAR with you. Talk Everyone racing. out there. Yeah, absolutely. And there's incentive to reaching out to us and being involved, and that is we're running a contest. How about that, Big Tay? Oh, I, I, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking. And so to that. what we're doing is we'll release details of the contest through our social media pages on NASCAR or on Daytona Week, and it's going to be a great opportunity to win some cool merch, some memorabilia possibly. And like I said, check uh, our social media pages during Daytona week for details on that. Yeah, give us a follow, check us out, give us a like, you know. Uh, like I said, look forward to hearing from y'all out there. So hope to have some fun Heck with yeah. y'all. And, and on top of that, they get to talk and interact with us, two that's, NASCAR that's fans yeah. who are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now we got all that out of the way, Big Tay. Why don't we uh, go ahead and get caught up? For what's ahead in the 2021 NASCAR season? Well, yeah, coming up in the 21 NASCAR season, there's a lot, to, a lot going on, lots of things to follow. Um, you know, probably the biggest news in the off season was uh, the creation of the 2311 team with 
Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin partnered up for forming a NASCAR team. Uh, yeah, the other big news was they're, they're, they announced their driver going to be the one Bubba Wallace. Uh, obviously making news this past year with uh, everything going on at the social uh, inequality and uh, you know all the all the thing all the events of the uh, past year you know, besides COVID. So um, that new team, that new formation of a team, that's that's definitely going to be big news to watch here coming into in, into this new season. Um, oh, for sure it is. Oh yeah. So you know, hey. No, no bigger name than in the world of sports than Michael Jordan, and we have all seen with the, uh, you know, with the documentary of the Last Dance, you know, how much he wants to win. So, it's it's going to be interesting. I mean, the, definitely stepping into the world of NASCAR is no easy feat. Uh, Absolutely not. You know, I mean, there have been there have been plenty of celebs in the past who've who've, who've uh, you know, dipped their toes in the world of NASCAR, and, and we can only hope to see uh, MJ. You know, bring this that same greatness to the sport that he has. It's going to be a challenge for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Hopefully, it's more Bulls Jordan than Wizards Jordan. Uh, let's, yeah, we can only <laughs> hope. You know, let's let's it's but it's it's definitely going to be a challenge. You know, and uh, you know, hey, they got a good young driver, Bubba Wallace. Uh, but uh, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see. You know, it's. it's like I said, it's definitely harder with a new team, and you know they they will have that tech, technical alliance with Joe Gibbs, but uh, you know uh, it's it's going to take more than just throwing money at a team to be successful. Oh, absolutely, and you know you can have unlimited pocketbooks and still not find success on the NASCAR circuit. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, we all we all know, uh, you know, it helps, but it doesn't guarantee success. Exactly, you can buy all the equipment, but you know, there's going to be all these. Uh, engineers and car chiefs and people and mechanics behind the scenes that's going to help that are, you know that are going to be needed so definitely uh something to watch here coming into the season oh for sure what else another change is another change alex bowman is going to be taking over for the beloved jimmy johnson's 48 car your beloved after uh jimmy deservedly retired i mean he he went out on his own terms and uh, now alex bowman uh very talented young driver is going to be taking over the iconic 48 car. It's going to be different not seeing the 48 on the track this year, don't you think? Well, I mean, the well, not not seeing the, Jim, yeah, not not seeing Jimmy on the on track. I'm sorry. Yeah, not not seeing Jimmy out there. I mean, let's let's be honest here. The last couple of years weren't that great for him. However. I mean, he's a seven-time champion, and, you know, darn well he was competing. And, uh, you know, it, it will be a change, but, I mean, Alex Bowman is a heck of a driver, uh, as he proved last year, and uh, I think that 48 car is in good hands. Big shoes to fill. Big shoes to fill. Just a little bit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, how how'd you like to be stepping into the ride of a seven-time cup champion? Uh, no, thank you. I mean, uh, no thanks. <laughs> Talk about pressure, for sure. <laughs> well, uh, other moves that we got. So uh, another sort of big name was uh, making moves was uh, Kyle Larson. Now, he's also moving into the Hendrick stable. Uh, but this time, you know, he's, he's co going in to the number five car out of Hendrick. Now, this was a long and storied 
uh, number for the Hendrick Motorsports team, and uh, which you know it, it kind of says something about the expectations on him as well. So you know, not only on Bowman, oh, sure. but uh, I think there's some high expectations on Larson coming in this year. Oh, for sure. I mean, Kyle Larson is a, is a talented race car driver. Uh, ta- or questionable judgment and character, but uh, he can go, you know, on the race course. Dude, as as good as the, the top dude, notch the drivers dude out there. The can wheel a car like like none other, and and that's from seeing it in person early on in his career too. Uh, I mean, I I remember going to uh, the Xfinity race in Homestead and just seeing he I mean, he he led pretty much that whole almost the entire race, and you know he was he was rim riding the track, and you know no one else was really doing it at that time, so no no doubt that that Kyle Larson has the talent. But uh, as you mentioned, uh, you know he's he's got a little bit of a redemption. Uh, uh, and everyone loves a redemption story. Everyone does, absolutely. And and you know he's he's shown through his uh, self rehabilitation, shall we shall we say? You know over over this past over the summer, uh, given his uh, derogatory language that he used on uh, on iRacing racing that one day. Um, you know, but the. He, he has it's like he has shown uh, remorse and he's acknowledged his mistake so that's hey you know what good for him you know he's he hasn't shied away for it he owned up to it and you know uh, as, as far as I can tell I think he's making amends and and taking steps in the right direction but uh, we'll see how well, hopefully so yeah we'll see how his performance in the in the five car turns out this year and you know on a, on a side note it's always good to see that five car of the Hendrick Motorsports out there. Yep, yep, you know, kind of brings back the days of uh, good old Terry Labonte. So. Everybody's favorite, Terry Labonte. Texas Terry. And, you know, uh, in, in the Hendrick Motorsports, they have uh, discontinued the 88 car, um, which, if I'm not mistaken, they created when Dale Jr. came over to Hendrick Motorsports. Am I right on that, yep. uh, Big Yeah, Dale? that's right. You know, they uh, believe at the time, yeah, they... Uh, Hendrick, you know, with the deep pockets that he had, he was able to uh, secure the rights to the 88. I uh, believe that was the uh, previous was uh, the previous car was with the uh, the Yates team. So, um, yeah, no more 88s at the uh, at the Hendrick stable, which, uh, hey, you know, seeing a, a moratorium on uh, one of NASCAR's greatest uh, drivers is, uh, you know, that, that's that's kind of a kind of honor in itself. Oh, for sure. What, what other uh, driver moves are we uh, going to be keeping an eye on this year, Burn? Well, Big Tay, we got uh, Chase Briscoe is now driving the Stuart Haas 14 car, which was vacated by Clint Boyer, who is taking his talents to the broadcast booth. And I think, actually, that this is a good move for Clint Boyer because, I mean, he is and has shown that he has a great personality for the broadcast he is, booth. He is entertaining as hell. I'll say that. Oh, for sure. Not, not you know, and and that's that's going beyond you know behind the steering wheel. Uh, some of, some of his uh, skits and uh, his fan interactions uh, in the past have been have been great. I don't know if you uh, recall the uh, there was a rain delay at Darlington where uh, Clint goes up into the stands and starts talking to fans. It was hilarious. I don't remember that, but I mean that's not above or below Clint Boyer to do. Oh, that. it was exactly what you expect from Clint Boyer. And you know, let's be honest. Uh, I think the 
racing broadcast booth actually needs someone like Clint Boyer. I, you know, uh, Jeff Gordon's okay. I know he's hit or miss with the NASCAR fans in the booth, but uh, I think Clint Boyer will fit right in there and uh, and add some much needed spice. He's, uh, you know, I think he's going to be a good compliment to Jeff Gordon. Uh, you know, you're right about Jeff Gordon being hit or miss there. You know, he has his moments for sure. Um, I don't know if uh, here's here's a fun fact. I don't know if you burn you recall the uh, seventh inning stretch uh, being sung by a, a one Jeff Gordon at Wrigley Stadium. At Wrigley Stadium, you can't do that. What the can't heck? What that. the hell, Jeff? Uh, and nah, and we just had sure. we just happened to be at that game too. Yes, we were. <laughs> <laughs> was that uh, on a side note? Was that uh, the Cork Bat Sammy Sosa game? Uh, you know what? I, I don't think it was. I do not think it oh, was. Okay. Well, we've been to a lot of games together, so. That's right. That's it, right. It, me and, uh, we got being Bernard Big Tay are also uh, big Cubs fans, uh, you know, so, uh, besides NASCAR, we, you know, we, we do, uh, <laughs> keep an eye on our Cubbies. That's right. So, uh, and, and, and we talked a lot about Clint Boyer leaving, and I just want to, briefly bring in uh chase briscoe i mean he's stepping into a pretty good situation with uh the stuart haas racing team uh he's a name to watch out for i know he's he's gonna be his rookie year but you could maybe expect a decent run out of this rookie this year you know what i i think you're gonna he's you know he he he's in line to be probably one of the more better rookies we've we've seen in the last couple of years you know, just just the way you saw last year that he he dominated the uh, uh, the Xfinity series with all those wins that he had. So, you know, he's, he's for sure. You know, I mean, he's very talented. Very talented driver going into you know arguably uh, you know really good equipment too. So uh, at 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 Stuart Haas. So definitely uh, you know definitely someone to be keeping an eye on. And you know that's a team too that is really going to be fighting to find their spot in the whole scheme of ownership because really, you know, since Tony hasn't raced in a few years at this point, they really haven't made much noise. I know Clint Boyer was okay, and but I think that they're really yeah. starting going to be starting to look for, you know, to, to a, a solid footing in the, you know, in the cup series. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if, if there's ever going to be a turning point for Stuart Haas, I think this will be that year, you know, they've got the veteran and Kevin Harvick, uh, and, and bringing on Briscoe, you know, it's, uh, it, it, things are definitely looking up for, uh, for Stuart Haas. Oh, for sure. And, uh, what other moves are we looking at there? Big Tay? Well, the other one I'm keeping an eye on is, uh, the shakeup at uh, Joe Gibbs Racing. So, out sort of unceremoniously from the 20 car was Eric Jones. Uh, and in this year is, is Christopher Bell. Uh, now, to me, this is this is this seems to me like a classic case of uh, sort of, what have you done for me lately? You know? Um, Christopher Bell, I, I, you know, I, I think he's, he's he definitely, he's the younger guy, but uh you know he's he's had he's had his uh, uh better runs uh especially in the Xfinity series compared to Eric Jones. Granted, Jones has has uh two uh, career cup wins for Gibbs, but uh, 
you know, his uh, obviously the uh, results uh, have not been there for that team. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that pans out. If it's more of a turns out to be more of a driver issue, or or you know maybe a a, a team thing with with that. But uh, you know, uh, with with uh, Jones leaving and now going to the uh, to Richard Petty Motorsports too. Um, you know, that's that's going to be another, uh, you know, something else to watch out for. You know, obviously he's taking over, taking over the spot of, uh, well, well the spot that uh, Bubba Wallace had. So, you know, uh, again, like I said, you know, it's going to be interesting to see who, you know, how, how that team performs with these new drivers. And, and you know, it's going to be interesting to compare how things kind of shake out between between the drivers where, where they came from and where they ended up. I mean, for me, this is like the most interesting part of this offseason is this little, you know, shuffle there uh, at Joe Gibbs and with the Petty Motorsports. It's just, I was surprised to find out that they were replacing Eric Jones. I think Eric Jones is a talented driver. Um, You know, like you said, that Christopher Bell has done a lot lately, but I think Eric Jones is a talented driver. And it's going to be really interesting to see what he does with Petty Motorsports in that 43 car, um, especially if you compare it to what Bubba Wallace did in that 43 car. I mean, yeah, you're you're talking about you know Richard Petty Motorsports, uh, you know, not not exactly a top tier team and having you know top notch equipment, but uh, you know we'll, we'll see we'll have to see what happens when we bring when they bring in a driver like uh, like Eric Jones and you know proven winner in the series uh, and see what he can do in the car that uh, maybe Bubba Wallace wasn't able to. So it's going to, that's going to be a definite thing to watch uh, for the upcoming uh, 2021 season. Um, So some season storylines, let's get into talking about some things that we're actually going to be looking at and really interesting stuff. And for me, uh, one of the biggest season storylines that I'm excited about is that the Bristol day race is now going to be run as a dirt track. I absolutely love dirt track racing where I live in Southern Illinois. We have the Southern Illinois 100 every year. It's an ARCA race and I've gone to it many, 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 many times as often as I could. And I've seen Tony Stewart race there. And the one thing about dirt road racing and dirt track racing is how unpredictable it really is. I mean, it's, when you it's have, a different animal, for sure. And I'm excited to see what happens and how the teams prepare for it here. You know, in 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 uh, in the series. You know, I, I think we're gonna see some guys really excel at that. You know, at that uh, track. You know, there's a lot of guys out there who have their dirt. Uh, you know, a history on dirt. You know, most notably Kyle Larson comes. Uh, you know, so I mean, he raced on dirt as soon as early as uh, last year. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, well, when he when he didn't have a cup ride, yeah, that's all he that's all he was doing was exactly. dirt racing. So, but uh, you know, that also kind of brings into mind, you know, some of these other veterans that you know haven't had that dirt history, or you know, just uh, it, it might have been a while since they've you know done some uh, some uh, racing of that style, you know. Uh, oh, you know, sure. we've got the, you got the Kevin Harvick's and, uh, Logano's and Truex's of the world. So, 
you know, I I think that track's or, you know that uh, track's going to be a, a bit of a wild card and uh, equalizer in one uh, between some of these uh, younger guys and some of the non dirt guys. Really looking forward to seeing how it all turns out. Well, uh, some of the some other things that, you know definitely keep an eye on as you mentioned uh, you know with Bristol, but uh, really the schedule in general. I mean, if you look at this schedule, it's it's been shaken up quite a bit compared to years past. I mean, most notably, I mean, looking at the schedule, there are seven road courses on the schedule for this week. And seven of them. Seven, yes, and that's that's crazy. That's more than you know. That's basically double what we had last year. And if you would have asked me, you know, hell, even five years ago, you know, if we'd see more than two road courses, I would have thought you're crazy. Uh, but yeah, there's there's you know whole bunch out there now and and you know i think that kind of speaks to the uh to the to the reach of uh uh the of nascar and you know trying to say you know hey there's you know these cars do more than turn just turn left you know and it's gonna bring out really the talent and showcase the talent of the drivers themselves because you know they are professional athletes and they are very talented and they can do a lot more than just turn left, and that's for damn sure. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know one one of the circuits that's been added with at the uh, Circuit of the Americas in Austin, you know that's that's a world class Formula One you know type facility. So, uh, you know it's it's gonna be it's gonna be I think that's gonna be fun. That's just gonna be one of the fun tracks to see. Uh, I think we saw with the with the road road courses this season that the Daytona road course and Indy road course, uh, you know, in, in 2020, those were, those were some entertaining racing there. So, uh, you know, add on top of that, you know, a, a formula one class facility, you know, I think that's going to be, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining as hell. So I'm looking, and you know what, like the road courses, you got to wonder, is Boris said going to make an appearance? Oh man! I hope so. Oh man, I, I think it'd be great think, to see the set heads in, the, or yeah, the set heads in the stands there. That would be a, fantastic. a schedule like this, and yeah, if we can, if if Boris said were to make a comeback, oh man, that would be icing on the cake. Don't you think? And it's curious to see with all the road courses out there if you're going to see any kind of uh, crossover, like any of the IndyCar or the you know the Formula One guys. Try to come over for a race or two. Oh, that would be you know that would be cool. I think I think those guys would have a lot of fun. Uh, you know, and uh, it it would be fun to see a guy like you know uh, obviously uh, you know uh, Fernando Alonso you know former F one world champion. It'd be fun to see him in a in a stock car. So I mean, we've seen it in the past a little bit, like you know a name that comes to mind right off. You know, is Juan Pablo Montoya. But, you know, he didn't really have that great of success on the NASCAR. Yeah, yeah, you know what? That's true. But, uh, you know, to, to that, you know, to just center it on the, on the flip side of that, you know, I, I think, you know, it's, it's really, you know, these, show, these road courses, they're going to showcase the, uh, and you mentioned it earlier, but it's, it's really going to showcase the talent and abilities a lot of these, uh, you know, a lot of the regular cup drivers have. You know they're they're definitely going to show show the world really that you know they can do more than drive fast and turn left. So there's there's going to be 
you know, like I said, it's going to be a lot of fun to see, and uh, I, I'm excited to see this. Well, another one that kind of changed that has really cut close to the heart, and that's the elimination of Chicagoland Motor Speedway. But there was the addition of uh, Road America up there in Wisconsin, as well as a Nashville race and a second race at Darlington. And I think, you know, while the elimination of the Chicagoland Motor Speedway you gotta love another race in Darlington. I mean, Darlington, South Carolina is a fun race. Oh, I, I love you know. I'm I, when I saw that uh, Darlington was getting a second date. You know, I was I was as happy as any any NASCAR fan. You know, that's that's just that track has just so much history, so much character, um, and you know, just great racing. So while I am I am bitter uh, about losing my uh, you know. Chicago race, you know, it, it uh, like I said, with, with the addition of some of these other tracks and, and uh, you know, the addition of uh, second dates at Darlington, you know, it's definitely, uh, you know, it's, it's good to see, but uh, just hate that it had to come at the expense of, of Chicago and Joliet. To NASCAR's defense there, I mean, Chicagoland was, and I hate saying this, but it was a cookie cutter plate race. Super you know, speedway. yeah, it was, it was. It was it was a victim of the uh, the boom, shall we say, of of, of the uh, mile and a half racetrack. But you know, it definitely had its character. You know. Uh, oh, it did. But I mean, the the fact that all these other changes has happened makes it for a much more interesting season when you look at the schedule as a whole. Yep, that's true. You know, I'm I'm just I'm just sad I'm not gonna be able to relive the uh, the slide job. Dale Jr. race, <laughs> Dale Jr. called race from back in 2018. Uh, That's right. So, but uh, like I said, hopefully with the addition of these other tracks, and you know, uh, Nashville should be fun. That you know, obviously the second Darlington race, but uh, hey, Nashville has uh, hosted many, many races in the past in the Xfinity series. So, you know, that mm -hmm. definitely has some some uh, character of its own. But uh, so we'll see. Are there any other storylines you're looking at for? The 2021 Cup season. Well, you know, I think uh, something else uh, we'll we'll need to keep an eye on is with the uh, the uh, restricted practice times this year. Uh, sort of the the carryover from, uh, from the Ooh, COVID, good call. COVID shortened uh, shortened schedule, you know, weekend schedules here. You know, I, I think uh, with the lack of practice time, you saw a lot of teams uh, kind of hurt, you know, get hurt from that. Uh, you know. Early on during the uh, the revised schedule, you know, we saw just the, the dominance of, of Harvick's and the, you know, Denny Hamlin. For the first two-thirds of the season, yeah, it, wasn't like it was the Harvick-Hamlin. Exactly, it was the Harvick-Hamlin yeah. show. <laughs> it really much. was. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean. I mean, at one point, what did Harvick, he won like three straight races, something like something that? Something like that, yeah. I mean, if it wasn't Harvick, if, if it wasn't that. Harvick, it was Hamlin. <laughs> Yeah. You know? Exactly. So, you know, but uh, you know, you also saw the impact on other other drivers, you know, like Kyle Bush, you know, entered the season as defending champ and uh you know I, I think the lack of practice uh definitely hurt him and his team this season, or the past season. It and you could just tell the frustration of he was having with the whole situation, like in the interviews and things like that. You could tell that Kyle Busch was not pleased last year. I mean, hell, would you have been? You're going into, you know, he didn't win 
didn't win a race until what the last uh, three week, you know, three weeks left in the season, three four weeks left in the season. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you know, definitely, you know, the track time, the lack of track time, definitely hurt a team like him. And you know, th- I think that also affected uh, some of the mid tier teams. You know, you got your, you know, like like the Wood Brothers, and you got the you know the Childress teams, and you know, a lot, lot of a lot of the younger teams too. Uh, you know, a lot of those guys definitely would have benefited from more track time, uh, seat time on the track. But, uh, you know, you know, give, hey, given the circumstances, uh, you know, just weren't able to. So, um, you know, with, with that, I think, uh, you know, they'll, they'll get a little bit more practice here this year. But, uh, again, I think that's going to be restricted. So, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty much going to see, uh, you know, who's, who's, uh, who's got the best notebooks and, you know, I think who's, who's going to be able to adjust the best. That's going to be key coming out this season is getting those you know good runs in early and figuring it out to set yourself up for a solid season rather than trying to play from behind throughout the course of a whole season is you know trying to figure it out I think you'll see a lot of teams emulate this you know uh, how the Kevin Harvick team and the Denny Hamlin team and then later on in the season uh, the Chase Elliott team and how what they did yep. and they'll probably study what they did and try to emulate that in a success this year yeah i mean definitely the uh the blueprint if you will of of the uh, uh covet era schedule is, has been has been that's laid. right so you know it's 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 going to come down to who's going to be able to adapt and adjust uh seemingly on on the fly on the on the you know come race weekend so yeah definitely it's gonna be, you know, if you thought if you thought twenty twenty was interesting, I think twenty twenty one is is gonna follow that up pretty pretty much the same. All right, Big Tay. Well, we're into February. We're a couple weeks out from Daytona. My favorite time of the and year. And it is never too early to talk about contenders for the Cup. And so, who do you think, as far as contender wise, who's your number one contender? Who you think is gonna have the best shot at winning the cup. Well, right off the bat, I gotta go with Chase Elliott to defend his championship. Ooh, good pick. You know, uh, I, I, I honestly believe that uh, we're entering this new era of NASCAR, and Chase Elliott being at Hendrick Motorsports, you know, be, being the the dominant team that they were, uh, well, towards in in the playoffs and. Uh, you know, it, it's it's. I think we're 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 in the midst of seeing a resurgence at, at Hendrick Motorsports, and and leading the charge is Chase Elliott. So, right, like I said, right off the bat, I think he's you know he's he's my favorite to defend the title. You know, something we haven't seen we we haven't seen had a back to back champ since your boy JJ. So that's right. I think it's fitting that uh, you know we we we've had the uh, the passing of the torch, if you will, from from JJ to Chase and. Chase is a, I think he's he's a, no no you know he, he it it fits him so it's it's appropriate for this for this new era of NASCAR. But right off the bat, I I think Chase is gonna defend it. And that's a very solid pick, but not as good as my pick. And my pick's gonna be Kevin Harvick. I just have a feeling you know they kind of ran out of steam last year. They ran into a red hot, you know Chase Elliott team who just, I mean they dominated that last couple of weeks. And, oh, uh, you know, I you mean, know, Harvick's got a sour taste in his mouth. I mean, after, after, absolutely, after, after Texas, 
where uh, you know mm-hmm. yeah, that that uh, rain delayed, delayed, delayed <laughs> weekend. <laughs> that that that's what really that's what really killed him. I think when you look at it, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, like after he dominated much of the season, not even make the final weekend. Oh, I mean, that, oh, that's just how, yeah. How about that that uh, that Martin that cutoff race that Martin Truex won? You know, I mean, that's as exciting racing as it gets. Desperation move to try to make you know to try to make the change to try to make the championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, All right, I, Big Tay. Who's your second pick? Well, I I do like your your second pick, of Harvick, but. Uh, my 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 second pick for championship contender, I I gotta go with Martin Truex Jr. Um, you know, solid his, pick. His, his uh, you know, he he came over to Gibbs uh, as a champion. Uh, you know, you know, and and since then, I mean, he's he's made the final four, but uh, you know, the the championship expectation was there, and and he just just hasn't been able to perform, or you know, at least bring home the championship. So. You know, you know. Hey, I look at it, he's he's still in the prime of his career. He's he's still you know, at a, at a top tier team, top notch equipment, in contention every week, and you know, you know he he just hasn't he hasn't brought that same championship caliber that you would expect a guy of his uh you know of his uh, skill and ability when he came over to Gibbs. You know, just hasn't you know unfortunately hasn't won the championship for Gibbs yet, but. Uh, I, I think uh, this this is a, a as strong a year as any that he that he does it. That's a a good good second pick there. I think Martin Truex Jr. is going to definitely be a a strong contender when it's all said and done. My second pick is going to be a former champion who had a down year, and we've already talked about him already once this this uh, episode, and that's Kyle Busch. I really think that Kyle Busch is going to use that disappointment from an anger that he had from last year and really turn it up a notch and leave everyone in his dust. So I, I really think that Kyle Busch is going to have a fantastic year this no, I'm, uh, upcoming I'm, cup season. I am hoping that he, that he bounces back. You know, it was, it, it was shocking really to see that team struggle for, for as long as they did too. Every every week, uh, almost every week, you know, it, uh, took took a lot. You know, I, I, you know, in in our in our own little fantasy game, you know, we, that we had, uh, you know, I always wanted to pick Kyle Busch, but uh, you know, just haven't given his history. We were, oh, I know, and it was it was, it was painful to not take him exactly. because, I mean, he is such a a good driver that it was like, but you couldn't take him. You there was. I mean, if you took him, you were just a wasted pick. You're almost just a wasted pick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right, Big Tay, give me one driver who's let's just say like not a top tier driver, um, who you really think can come out of I guess nowhere, a dark horse, may you say, uh, to to contend for the championship. Ah, well, you know. For my, you know, as as a dark horse this season, I I think I gotta go with the young Ryan Blaney. You know, he's he's uh over over at Penske, you know they they've got he's got championship caliber teammates and and I think he's ready to take that next step to to take his team to championship contention. You know, as 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 uh, he's got Keselowski and Logano as champions. You know, he's 
definitely you expect expect high and great things for for anyone under that team Kenzie banner uh and and uh, i think blaney takes that takes that next step this season uh, i think uh uh you definitely saw the disappointments uh uh with him as as you know he uh, you know kind of had an early exit and and kind of struggled uh, midway through the playoffs but uh you know i i think he's 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 primed and 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 poised to make that uh, next step for his team and be a championship contender. That's actually a really good dark horse pick. I mean, you saw last year that he has the ability to win races. So, yep, you know, I, th- I think he's you know it's gonna it's it's gonna be one of those uh, lessons learned and, and apply it. And uh, you know, I I'm I really think he's gonna we're gonna be seeing him for still gonna be talking about him for the rest of the season. My dark horse pick is a guy that actually we've already talked about. That would be. Kyle Larson. I think he's walking into a great situation, as good of a situation as as he could have, um, coming back driving that Hendrick number five car. I mean, he has the power of Hendrick behind him, and we already know he is a really talented driver. And so, I mean, this is a perfect, you know, opportunity for him. And he they they can put it together. They definitely can be championship contenders. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I like that pick too. You know, uh, like I said, like and it's really going to be interesting to see the whole dynamic at Hendrick Motorsports again. With I mean, they have the returning champion in Chase Elliott, and then they have several talented drivers in there, and it's just going to be seeing like, whoa, you know, what do they do? You know, like I, you know, I, I it's going. We we said you know this resurgence at Hendrick, and and I think uh, we're, we're looking. We're going to be looking at the, the Yankees of NASCAR here. Wow. I mean, it, we really haven't seen this kind of talent at Hendrick Motorsports since it was Jeff Gordon and uh, Dale Jr. and, and of JJ, course, Jimmy Johnson. This, well, you know, hey, I'll, I think that this Hendrick lineup has, has the potential to be what that lineup wasn't. And we all know how, how uh, kind of disappointing, you know, it, it was having Jr., uh, over at Hendrick, you know that that in itself was an all-star lineup, you know, and and you mm-hmm. know the, the results weren't there with with Junior on board, and but uh, I I gotta believe, you know, with, with this lineup that uh, is in the Hendrick stable, you know, they they are they are set up to dominate. All right, Big Tay, I need your crazy NASCAR fact. Today's Big Tay's crazy NASCAR fact uh, is gonna be uh, something that you might not be aware of. But uh, did you know, Vern, that uh, to be a driver in NASCAR, you do not need to have a driver's license? Really? You don't need a driver's license to drive a car? That's correct. In NASCAR, a state-issued driver's license is not required. Wow. Why didn't we know about that sooner? We could be NASCAR drivers now. Yeah, you know, that's that's a question I I ask myself every day. (laughs) (laughs) But I digress. So that's, that's right. today's crazy NASCAR fact of the day brought to you by Big Tay. That's right. Well, uh, with that, we'd like to thank everyone for listening. Uh, please, if you can, if you want, go ahead and rate and review. We will do our darndest to read all the five-star reviews on the podcast and shout, shout you out. 
try to make them kind of funny. That we like funny stuff. Heck yeah! Reach um, out to us, you know, that, That's that's all we're looking for. You know, uh, reach yep, out to all our you socials. Know, and exactly. Yeah, that's and our you remember. Us on there, you know, hey, that's that's uh, and, and you know, that's what we want to do. That's what I want to do with this. Is uh, just talk NASCAR. A bunch of bunch of fans talking NASCAR. That's exactly right, and also, you know, just remember, Daytona week, uh, the rules for the contest go out only on our social media, so make sure to, again, check them out, reach out to us, and uh, episode two will be released uh, Daytona week, so in just uh, about two weeks or so. Coming up, coming up, I can't wait. For sure. Well, again, thanks everyone, and have a good rest of your day. Yeehaw!